Hi, this is Corey Turner, and along with my wife Simone, we are the senior pastors of Numa Church. I wanted to thank you for listening to our podcast today. You're about to hear a message from one of our team that we pray builds your faith and empowers you to follow Jesus more closely. Enjoy the message. So, happy new year, 2023. Has it hit you yet that you're in a whole new year? Just like that. Just a few days ago, we're like, see you next year. And it sounds like, oh, next year, yeah, we're in it. Don't know what time you went to bed, but you came to church, you made it. Some are like, oh, I'll go to bed at nine o'clock, who cares? But some just got to wait until it's midnight. Hey, I heard some kids kept their parents up till midnight, and here we are. But have you noticed that every year seems to get quicker, goes quicker? Or is it just me because of my grey hair and, no? I feel like every year just goes quicker than the other. Time is just flying. The pace of life is just so fast. There's just always so much going on. Every year just goes quicker and quicker and quicker. And I just think there's something that the world has lost something that we have lost, something that we can easily lose because of this fast pace, being busy. And it's an art. And this art is called sila. 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 Sila is to stop. It's to pause, to reflect. It's about listening. It's about taking a break. Sila can be defined as an interval, an interlude, an interruptive period, a break, a stop. Sila. Sila. It feels good to stop, doesn't it? We can get uncomfortable. We just want to fill in the blanks, just fill in the gaps. Someone's got to talk right now. There's those people that just got to keep filling the blanks. If people are quiet, no, 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 just talk about something. But I just think we can easily lose this art of sila. And we need it because that's what God created us to have. You know, he said the seventh day he rested when he created the world, the Sabbath. We need this art, stopping, pausing, listening, reflecting. Let's go to Psalm chapter 46. Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Selah. Verse 4. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. 
God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bowl and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. A pause, a silence, an interlude. See, this word Selah is often used in music. It's used in liturgy. It's used in religious rituals from back in the day. But it was mainly referred to in music. In the Bible, this word appears 74 times. 71 times in the Psalms. We've just read one. I'm not going to go through and break down that Psalm for you. It was just so that you see that word, Selah. 71 times in different Psalms. Three times in Habakkuk, in the Old Testament. Selah. The exact meaning of the word, this Hebrew word, is not really known. But it's generally accepted that Selah is a musical term of some sort. And it's there to provide musical direction. Musical direction. Selah, think about a pause. Providing direction in your life. When we pause and we seek God and we become aware of his presence. When we pause, when we're in silence or just when we stop to seek God, to get into the word. That's where our direction comes from. How can we get direction or purpose, the purpose that God has for your life when we're just always on the go, on the go, on the go? God can speak to us on the go, but there's something about being still and knowing that he is God and making him the center of our attention. And in those moments, he's got, I can trust you. And he speaks to us. So this art of Selah, what has taken it away? What has taken it away? Competition has stolen the art of Selah. Competition for our attention, for our focus. There's so many things competing for our focus. So hard to tune in sometimes. Even right now, it's so easy, but oh, what's on my phone? What's happening? There's just so much fighting for our attention. Many times I'm just trying to chill. Next thing, looking at my phone. I'm talking to someone. Next thing, I'm thinking about something else. The competition has stolen the art. You know, years ago, when the mobile phones came out, cell phones, they were huge. They were bricks. I remember calling them bricks. These massive things. But over time, they got smaller, didn't they? It was so slick to have one of these Nokias, 
I got my Nokia 3310, look at me. I, people would just be walking down the streets in Zimbabwe like acting like they're talking to someone just so you can see what phone they've got because they don't have the brick anymore. They've got a nice slick cell phone you can just put in your pocket. But technology, as good as it is, there's so much competition for attention because of technology. There's so much you can access on your phones. Greater bandwidth, greater battery power. The phones went from being big to being small, now they're getting bigger. So they can have bigger batteries, so they can have bigger screens, so we can see more, so we can be more consumed, so we can store more data. I just got a new phone recently. My old one, which I had for probably four years, or maybe I had it for two and then I got my wife's last one when she upgraded to the other one. She always gives me her phone once she wants a new one. I'm like, babe, when's my turn coming? But finally I got one. And this one's got 128 instead of, 20, instead of 64. For the last year or more, I'm like, man, my phone keeps filling up. I need to reduce the space. I mean, I need to just delete stuff. Can I be honest? I got the 128 gigs, right? And my 64 is still in there. I, I, I haven't gone back to it to delete stuff. But that's because I haven't paused to actually go, what's on my phone? I don't need all the stuff that's on my phone. So when we make these pauses in life, we can actually take stock of where we're at. We can hear from God. We can reduce the clutter. Pausing. Listening, stopping. Doesn't matter how big the phone gets, it still gets clogged up because there's just so much fighting for our attention. There's so much competition that has stolen the art of Sila. I remember the days back in the 90s. Anyone born at that time? Were you born there? 80s. There's some people born in the 2000s, I can't believe it. But back in the early 90s, my dad or my mum would call and say, on the landline, you know those landlines, remember them? They were stuck to the wall with a big cord. You'd have to run to the phone, you'd run and miss it. But I remember the phone would ring and mum or dad say, hey, I'm leaving work, we'll see you soon. But that could be 20 minutes, could be 45 minutes. There was no way of knowing what's happened in between. Those were the simple days. And we just trusted they'd get home. If there was an accident or something, you wouldn't know. I remember once, mum was supposed to pick me up after crash when I was in kinder. She didn't rock up. The little bus had to take me back to kinder and I slept at kinder. The whole night. Because my mum, when she got home, where's Steve? Oh, to my auntie. Weren't you picking him up? No, I thought you were picking him up. And I got to sleep at kinder. I liked the food, but it was a scary experience. <laughs> Sleeping with the matron from there. It was just her. But that's because we didn't even have phones back then. Things were so simple. Our phones, as good as they are. Yeah. They can get crazy. So there's competition for our focus, for our attention, that has stolen this art of Sila. We keep running 
We keep moving at such a fast pace, all to get more, all to do more, all to achieve more. But we actually need to be intentional. We need to be intentional. The art of Sila, stopping, listening, pausing, solitude. You know, solitude is not about being lonely. Oh, be lonely. Loneliness is inner emptiness. Solitude is inner fulfillment. When you can be by yourself, enjoy your own company, enjoy God's company. You can be lonely in a room full of people because inside you're just empty. But when we take these pauses in our life and seek the Holy Spirit, we have inner fulfillment. So we actually need to be intentional in 2023 about stopping. The more you stop, the more you move forward. The more you stop, the more you move forward. The more you slow down, the quicker you'll get there. The more you stop, the more you actually move forward. The more you slow down, the quicker you'll get there. Stephen Covey, famous, late writer of the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, tells a story about a man who was, sh- um, who was cutting this log. He's going, cutting this log with a saw, with an axe. So he's going for it. He's just cutting, going, going. People are looking at him going, dude, you need to sharpen that saw. Sharpen the saw. And this guy goes, I ain't got no time to sharpen the saw. I won't be able to cut this thing in time. He just kept going and going. But you actually got to stop and sharpen the saw so you can cut that log Quick, quicker than if we just keep going. Stop, sila. Stop, rest. The less you do, the more you'll achieve. The less you do, the more you achieve. Doing less is more. See, the kingdom of God is countercultural. The world will tell you, your natural self will tell you, just keep doing more. Keep going for it. I've just got too much to do. I can't stop. I've got to get this done. Steve, what are you talking about? Sila. Get on with it, mate. We've got places to go. The art of Sila. How will you Sila in 2023? When will you holiday? Got to be intentional. If you don't put those holidays in, Everyone else will book you in to all different things. What about day-to-day? When do you actually get to just stop in your day-to-day? Week-to-week. When do you get to stop and smell the roses? Month-to-month. At what point do you actually switch off? You switched off right now in a good way. (laughs) I said, we're just chilling. We're just silly. When will you put your phone away during the day? Like, when will you just 
put it away in another room and just chill. You're trying to watch something on TV. Oh, I'm good at multitasking. No, you're not good at multitasking. No one is. Focus, attention. Is this guy doing a motivational speech or something? Where is the word here? <laughs> the word is silah. When will you put your phone away for a day? Just try that. It's not an enemy, but I know it's one of the biggest things that fights for our attention. I'll read my Bible on my phone. You know what happens when you're doing that? I don't even know how I got on Instagram. I was reading my Bible on the phone. Next thing I'm on Instagram. How did that happen? Because your mind just gets so used to it. And so your fingers, your mind. I was thinking about the whole mobile phone thing. There was no mobile phones before. Phones were not mobile. They were stuck to the wall. But then they became like cars. They became mobile. They could move. But you see, you have to get into a car. Right? But phones, they get into you. They get into you. And they can be so consuming. So how will you see La in 2023? What about turning your notifications off on your phone? I'm an SMS man. Cat, try WhatsApp me. <laughs> That's, notifications are off. Sorry if you've been thinking I'm rude, but I'll just get to WhatsApp when I get there. Because there's way too many things. There's Messenger. There's Instagram. There's email. There's TikTok. I don't even have that because I just know if I get into that, I'll be gone. So the only thing that has notifications on my phone, it's not even notifications. You know when it shows you on your phone just the little number, the red number on the iPhone? I don't even get a thing saying someone's, I just, I'll see a, a little number. Who does someone's head in that I don't check it as much? <laughs> but it helps me to focus. So what about turning some notifications off? Because God's trying to notify us all the time, but we've got too many other notifications. So how will you see La? We think we're so important. We're not. Like things will go on without me. Things will go on without you. Just shut the email out, shut the phone out, just for a time, whatever God's speaking to you about. Because no one is that important. We all have a role to play, but we can get so consumed. Oh, I'm just too busy to spend time with God, man. I'm just so busy. If we're too busy to have a quiet time, a devotional time with God, then we're busier than God intends us to be. We're carrying things that He doesn't want us to carry. The more you have to do, the more time you need on your knees. The more you have to do, the more time you need on your knees. So, oh, I've got so much going on. Oh, things are so busy. Well, that's the more time you need to be down there praying. Because if you're not doing that, before you get out into that, you're saying, I've got this. Yeah, God will work through you. He'll speak to you. You know, great reformer Martin Luther said, I've got so much to do that I'll have to spend one more hour in prayer. That's what he said. It's not that you have to spend hours in prayer, but ask God what he wants. The more 
you have to do, the more you need to be on your knees. Because God's going to tell you. He's going to give you direction. He's going to give you the tools for what you need. So let's be a people that prioritize Selah. Seeking God. Stopping. Resting. Oh, Steve, like... Martin Luther's from back in the days. What was that, 1700s, 1800s? Anyone know when that was? 16, Pamela, all the way from Yorkshire. Thank you very much. Um, see, you can go, oh, that's so dated. Martin Luther's from ages ago. He doesn't know what it is like to be so busy. But <laughs> things haven't changed. There's always been something fighting for our attention. We have no excuse, no excuse to not stop because it's for our good. It's for no one else's good. It's for your good. If you're too busy to have a quiet time, you're busier than God intends you to be. See, you can't keep moving in a car without fuel. You've got to stop to refuel. These old things we know, but when you just see la and really think about it, you can't just keep going without fuel. You've actually got to stop. Stop. Pray. Kingdom culture value number one at Numa Church is? Say it with me, guys. Prayer fuels power. The question is, have I prayed about it? You see, prayer is like fuel. That's where we get our power from. That's where we connect with the Holy Spirit as we pray. You get fueled up. The more you stop, the more you move forward. The more you slow down, the quicker you actually get there. Because now you're not doing it in your own strength. God is leading you. The more you stop, the quicker you'll get there. See, if we don't have margin in our lives, create space. You corporate people, you know, margin. Not going from one meeting to the next. Oh, man, I've been so productive. I just had like seven meetings today. Oh, five Zooms, two face-to-face, back-to-back. If we don't put margin in there, just have a 45-minute meeting. Don't set up another one for another 15 minutes at least, or another hour. If you're just going back to back, you will end up on your back. I love this. Pastor Corey says it. If you go back to back, you end up on your back. You end up burnt out. And then you can't get back up. You get down. You stay down. So we've got to create margin in our lives. We've got to see love. When you think about prayer and our phones, this guy keeps picking on the phones. The more you take your phone out, the less you pray. The more you pray, the less you take your phone out. Oh, you're at Bunnings, you've been shopping for all these things. You get to the line. Oh, there's a long line. You could just stand there and just Oh Lord, thank you. I found that thing today from Bunnings. That thing that I need to go home and install. Lord, I don't know how to install the thing. I hate looking at instructions. But God, help me. 
Then you just forget yourself because you're talking to God. You start, oh, Lord, I just pray for Steph tomorrow at church that as she leads us in worship, your presence will just fill the room. Pray for everyone that's going to come. You're just taking that moment to pray. But you know what happens when you're at Bunnings or at the supermarket? That line's so long. The old man walks past you. Good day, mate. Oh, kids these days, they don't even talk to anyone anymore. They just look at their phones. And it just, the more you take your phone out, the less you pray. <laughs> Where does this guy get this stuff from? Just stuff that I'm going through. <laughs> Selah. But you know, in the noise, because the world is just so busy, in the noise, do you know what actually grows? Fear grows in the noise. False Evidence appearing real. Fear, F-E-A-R. False evidence appearing real. Fear grows in the noise. But in the quiet, faith. Faith grows in the quiet. Because how does faith come? How does faith grow? Through the word. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes through the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So in the noise, in the busyness of life, fear grows. Like, why am I freaking out? There's so much to do. I'm getting anxious. This and that is happening because there's so much noise. We start to see things not through God's eyes. We start to see them through a clouded view, through the world's view, through chaos. But when we just step back and stop, God speaks through his word. You give someone a call, they share God's word. Fear grows in the noise, but faith grows in the quiet. Selah. So be intentional about stopping in 2023. Instead of focusing on goals, on resolutions in 2023. Imagine focusing on resting and stopping. How are you going to rest? How are you going to stop? How are you going to pause week to week, day to day? For me, at least once a month, I'll just have a day where I'll just fast. Just to center myself no food, just get into the Word. That's what God's put on my heart. But there's many other things. But how will you stop? How will you seal out in 2023? Instead of focusing on goals and resolutions, focus on rest and stopping. Oh, you mean just rest all the time? If you rest all the time, that's not resting. What's that called? Laziness, idleness. That's not what I'm talking about. Talking about breaks, pauses, stopping, sila, pause, stop, rest, listen, reflect. Why do I say all this? Because we can actually live in a place of rest in our God. We can live in a place of rest in our God. Why? So He can work in us, so He can work through us. We can live from a place of resting in God. Isaiah. 4031. That was quick how that came up on the screen. Has that been sitting there for a while? You guys are onto it. You must be resting and hearing. 
But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. But they who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles that will soar. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. See, when we don't stop, we're actually saying, God, I don't trust you. We're saying, I've got this. I've got to make it happen. We want to be in control. It's control versus trusting in God. It's self-dependence versus God's dependence. But those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. It doesn't say they just run, 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 run. But the running that we get to do, the walking that we get to do is from a place of rest. We actually rest, wait on God, depend on him, and then he strengthens us. See, Jesus, our Savior, our Lord, he had a constant cycle of Selah. It was part of his pattern. It was part of his every day, stopping and going to a secret place to be with his Father. Let's open up our Bibles to Mark chapter 135. He's finally opened the word of the Lord. Yeah, the sermon's just starting. Mark 135. Let's just go to Mark 135 real quick. We're going to open a few quick verses just to look at this pattern. And it's not going to be on the screen because you've got your Bibles in hand on your phone with notifications turned off. Mark 1.35 says, And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place. And there he prayed. This is Jesus rising very early in the morning. Whilst it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place. And there he prayed. Luke chapter 5, 15 to 16. If you don't have your Bible or you don't want to look at your phone, just write down the verses or check out the podcast during the week just to study these things. Luke 5, 15 to 16. It says... Having fun with my Bible. But now, even more, the report about him went abroad, and great crowds gathered to hear him and to be healed of their infirmities. But he would withdraw to desolate places and pray. Luke chapter 6, 12 to 13. It says, In these days he went out to the mountain to pray. And all night he continued in prayer to God. And when day came, he called his disciples and chose from them 12 whom he named apostles. So Jesus took a night out to pray. And out of that, he had direction to choose his 12 disciples. Matthew 14, 23. 
We're just going to do this for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> you guys love the word. God's word's our foundation. I'm just kidding. I'm not lying. Um, 14, 23. It says this, And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. Can you see the pattern? We'll look at one more. Luke 11, chap, Luke 11, verse 1. I'm just having fun here, guys. Whilst you're sealering. Is that a word? Sealering. Hope it doesn't mean anything. Sealer. Luke 11, verse 1, says this. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place. And when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John taught his disciples. See, he had a place. He had a pattern. He had a cycle of going to a secret place, going to a quiet place to pray and to be with his father. Oh, Steve, do I really have to set a time? Do I really have to be in a place? I've got so much going on. I can just talk to God wherever I go. Have you seen what I have to do at church Sunday mornings? Set up from 7 o'clock and I'm here till 4 o'clock. I've got too much going on. So... First Thessalonians 5 verse 17, Steve, it says pray without ceasing. It doesn't say go to a place. So I can just pray without ceasing everywhere I go. That will work for a while. But we pray without ceasing from being a person that has a time, a quiet time with God, that has appointments with God. Because if you're going to pray without ceasing... It's got to come from somewhere. It's got to overflow from somewhere. Jesus said in Matthew 6, verse 6, But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who is in secret will reward you. Those are Jesus' words. Go to your room, shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and he will reward you in secret. We need to have a place where we can stop, a sanctuary where we can stop. What's your place where you can do that? It takes intentionality to stop and go into a quiet place. So let's be intentional in 2023 to stop. This is where Jesus got his direction, his refueling, when he would go into these times. And sometimes like, oh, man, I don't want to wait. I don't want to miss out. I don't want to wait. I don't want to miss out. There's so much going on. I want to do this. I want to do that. Just because you wait doesn't mean you're going to miss out. Remember, fear grows in the noise. FOMO. Fear of missing out. You won't miss out. When you actually stop and rest in God, that's where the fruit will come. The world gets it. Waiting. But those who wait on the Lord, the world gets it. What does the world say? Good things come to those who? See, the world even gets it. But we get a bigger revelation of it straight from the word. So this word, sila, is a word that reminds us all to pause. Pause.
to reflect on Jesus Christ. We sang it today, what a beautiful name it is. That's us pausing, just reflecting on the name of Jesus. Because when we don't stop, we can easily forget the one who holds us together. We can easily forget our source. We see La so we can hear from God. That's the whole point. So we can hear from him. We just don't do it just to chill. We have those intervals, those interludes in our lives. So we can hear from him. But as we hear from him, he gives us what we need to actually obey what he's asking us to do. Oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, I'm so confused. I need direction. Sila. Be with God in his presence. He will speak. He will give you a word. He's giving you his word. He'll give you revelation. We seal us so we can glorify him. We hear him. We obey what he asks us to do. And as we do that, he is glorified. He's the one who is lifted up. We can, go all, we can all go through many cycles. James talked about the cycle breaker, cycle breakers. We can go through so many different cycles, sinful behavior, addictions. But there's one cycle that will conquer all that. And that's Selah pausing and just depending on God. That's where our source is found. All that we need is found. Sila in your days, in your weeks, in your months, in your years. And in that time, seek God. Become more aware of him. His presence. Practice his presence. Get your mind off yourself and pray for others. See, I really believe that things are going to grow in your life. Things are going to multiply in your life in 2023. New South is going to grow in 2023. It's going to multiply as we seal up. As we slow down, as we pause. Things are not going to have to be like grinding teeth, like hard work. But because we're actually seeking God, and we're slowing down to be with him and focus on him, he's going to show us, show you what to do and how to do it. As we sharpen the saw, as we seal our, things will multiply. Things will grow. John 5, 19 says this. This is Jesus speaking. He says, the son can do nothing of his own accord. John 5, 19. The son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does, that the son does likewise. Jesus says he only does what he sees the father doing. But he would have to take a pause. He would have to go spend time with the father to see what God is doing. How will you take those pauses in 2023? to see what Jesus is doing, to join him in what he's doing. What are you doing? Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you able to say, I'm doing this because God's leading me, because God's given me the wisdom to do it, because God's given me the ability to do it. As we stop, as we pause, as we listen, as we wait on him, 
He's going to speak. He will speak. So what will having moments of Selah look like for you this year? What would it look like? Do not be moved. There'll be many things this year that will want to move you, want to shake you. Do not be moved. Let the only thing that will move you be God's word. Let the only thing that will move you be God's word, the leading of the Spirit. Psalm 119, verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Let God's word be the only thing that moves you. We read today in Psalm 46, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted in the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. Be still and know that he is God. Let us all stand as we see La this morning. Father, our God, we thank you that you're speaking to every individual. Lord, that you have created us to be in relationship with you, to hear from you, to follow you, to do your will. Lord, we want what you want. Lord, you want us. You want all of us. You want all of me. You want all of each person. Lord, show us in this year how to prioritize you. Show us how to slow down. You know, people won't even realize that you've slowed down. People won't even realize that you, you're making room for God because there'll be fruit in your life. They'll be like, how did you do this? And you'll be able to share that it's only by God's strength because you haven't depended on yourself. Lord, help us to focus on resting in you. Rest is not a circumstance. Rest is a person, a person called Jesus Christ. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come to me, all you who labor. Come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. Lord, we thank you that we find our rest in you. Lord, help us to be aware of your presence. Help us to become more like you. Transform us this year. Lord, we say the old is gone and the new has come. Lord, we declare that this will be a year of multiplication in our lives, of what you want in our lives. Not our fruit, but your fruit. Lord, speak to us about the things that you want us to focus on. Speak to us about the things that you want us to drop, to cut off. Speak to us about the relationships that you want us to cut off. Speak to us about the relationships you want us to invest in. Lord, help us to focus on you and to rest in you. Thank you for joining us for this message today. 
We don't assume that every person listening has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And so today, we invite you to begin following Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. The Bible teaches that every one of us has been created for a relationship with God. Sin has separated us from that relationship, but God loved us so much that He gave us His one and only Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus lived, died, and rose again, conquering sin, Satan, and death itself. If we believe in our hearts that God has raised Jesus from the dead and we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we will be saved. So if you are ready to pray in faith, turning away from your sin and believing in Jesus for your salvation, please pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God and I ask you to forgive me and cleanse my heart from all of my sin. I receive by faith the free gift of eternal life and I ask that you would fill me with the Holy Spirit. I thank you that I am born again as a child of God and that you have made me a new creation in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you have prayed that prayer for the first time, we would love to know and help connect you to a local church in your area. You can contact us on our website, numa.church. Thank you for listening.